0: listening to the tenfold
1: podcast and i'm tori and i'm alex and we're two canadian (laughs) sisters living on the gold
0: coast yes okay (laughs) so it's been like probably a month since we've recorded a proper episode um we've tried actually almost every week yeah but we both got sick lost our voices mm-hmm. well tori lost her voice and yeah. then she gave me whatever she I sounded had. like was i was like already like sick
1: a 13 year old boy going through puberty and when i tried to sing <laughs> my voice was just like not
0: yeah it was just cracked and wouldn't work yeah so we tried <laughs> and it'd be like five minutes of talking and then we just that was it and so a coughing fit. <laughs> we are back we are here we may cough a little bit but we are generally healthy and we don't have covid which is always i did get covid
1: tested it was my first covid test and it wasn't actually
0: that bad so if you have to get one and you haven't yet don't worry (laughs) we're very lucky here um yeah and so one of the things i think i might have talked about in the last podcast but i went back to sydney for the first time in almost two years because of covid and because of being pregnant and all of that kind of stuff um and it was just amazing being back in Bondi and a place that i lived for almost six years and just there's just it's such a special place and we decided that and like actually so in tour you've been back yeah i went a few back months in, ago, like, right? in the february yeah. yeah and so we had one we thought oh maybe we should do a bondi episode when you came back but mm. then i was like i haven't been there in so long now like, yeah and you forgot yeah you so like i needed didn't to have go the energy and i it. like yeah and just ha- it's like such an infectious energy so mm. I'm back I've been like injected with the Bondi (laughs) and I am ready to talk about it
1: yeah so we wanted to do almost like a little love letter to Bondi and kind of share what our experience was there and and why we loved it so much and why it's such a magical place for us and it is really like our first home in Australia and I think we'll always feel like like that. Yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah what like what i guess what have we been up to in the last <laughs> month that we haven't been Aww. recording
0: yeah what have you been up
1: to tori um so yeah i've been back from my vacation for maybe like three weeks i went up north to like Cairns and port douglas which is kind of far north queensland and it's more humid there rainforest it was an epic vacation, and that's where I recorded the last podcast we did from. But I feel like I'm still in that post-vacation trying to sort my life out mode, where I haven't done a proper grocery shop or like gotten back on my regular schedule. So,
0: wait, how long have you been back now? It's
1: been like two and a half weeks. So not <laughs> that long. I feel like that's a
0: really long time to not have properly grocery Maybe. shop I
1: have, but what I are you doing? I don't know. I think I've just been going out a lot, and like <laughs> I don't know. I don't, don't ask. <laughs> um, no, but it's just. <laughs> <laughs> There's my cough, um, yeah, it feels like it's just gone by quickly. um, and, yeah, I did actually meet someone while I was on vacation Ooh. and started like a somehow long distance romance because I met him on like on hinge the dating app while i was on my vacation but he actually lives in the gold coast so we just started talking like on the app and then we Facetime like every day while i was on vacation it was really cute like we got to know each other really well and we're just like talking for hours every day and i think was,
0: that's actually one of the best ways to fast track a relationship yeah. too it is when you have when you don't have the physical aspect but you really have to get to know each other intimately like it is it makes a difference
1: because i think in the past sometimes where i've like dated people for a bit A lot of the times you just go on these really like epic dates and don't you're not actually getting to know the person. Sometimes it's more like being on The Bachelor where you go on these like dates where like the date part of it distracts you. Or if you're like drinking on a date and stuff like there's a lot of things that you can date for someone for like a while but still not have gotten to know them that well. Whereas when you are just talking to someone like you can't (laughs) yeah it just you can't hide behind anything yeah and I just feel like it was really fun and we got to know each other really well and then we've met up obviously since I've been back and we've just been hanging out a lot and getting to know each other further it's been really nice and it's like just been a little bubble so yeah that's also what I've been busy doing
0: maybe that's why you haven't (laughs) grocery shopping in two and a half weeks (laughs) um yeah what What else? else oh I'm starting to look
1: at um places to buy yeah so that's been exciting it's really exciting um alex and i just went for the second time today to look at a house down the street from her place yes. it's not a house it's like <laughs> an apartment um but it's kind of cute so I don't know. anyways i'm gonna try and look at more places this weekend and kind of get a feel for everything but
0: yeah it's exciting the it's market's gone crazy here yeah, the it's, same it's where crazy. i think it's all <laughs> like in canada and mm. the state. I have, Actually, I don't know how it's been in the States, but Canada and Australia, it's gone crazy. Yeah. But no, it's good. Well, good things. Mm-hmm. Exciting things. <laughs> Very exciting things. What about you? Um. Well, yeah, I went to Sydney with Sadie and my partner um, and had like really such a great trip. And then I've been back. I was sick. Like and just oh and so i went back to work this week um and now i'm back on a four i'm on a four-day work week so i've copied tori basically (laughs) and i'm doing like monday tuesday thursday friday so i've got wednesdays off future yeah it works really well like especially with sadie and daycare too so it's monday tuesday she's in daycare and then thursday friday so it's like two days a weekend two days a daycare one day off two days a daycare two days a weekend kind of thing so yeah I feel like it's a really good balance and she's not in daycare too much. Mm. Um, But she's also in it enough that she has fun and she really does like that. I'm just so glad that I took so much time trying to find a daycare and I like really, you know, investigated everything because Mm. I feel like she's so happy where she is and she feels really loved and supported like when I bring her in every morning she's got the biggest smile on her face like you were saying she smiles more yeah she smiles more at miss Chu, like (laughs) uh, which is one of her educators and she'll ever smile at me (laughs) it's just like so great like I I mean you can't really ask for more than that right and they there's like an app where they update you and say what's going on every day and they post photos and you know we've got like our family all over the world like logged into this app and getting to see what her days are like which is so nice um so yeah it's been like a real blessing and i went back to work and i really like i missed my work um i mean no one wants to go back to work so early with matley but i just kind of had to based on what's been going on at home and um it's just been like my team is so nice everyone's like they're just really good people so i definitely miss them and it's nice to be back talking to them and doing all that stuff and i feel like there's some really exciting projects at work Mm. coming up so Yeah, I'm really actually looking forward to it and I don't feel stressed yet because I think it's a good balance with taking care of Sadie and Mm. then, yeah, having time for my work. So that's awesome. And you yeah, you get to work from home. So that's yes, which is the uh, biggest difference. I feel like you've made
1: it like your transition is probably like one of the easier ones because you can work from home. You've already started putting her in daycare. So it's not been a shock.
0: Yeah. Before I had to take the daycare days as they came up, right? Mm. And some of them, one of them came up like a month and a half ago. So we've been like I've just been putting her in for like an hour or two on like Mm. the days that she has daycare, and maybe a little bit longer, like, and just kept like testing it and testing it out as the weeks have gone by. So that by the time I actually had to go back to work, like for her, it's nothing new, right? Like it's a place she loves. It's a place where she feels comfortable. Um, she takes like light, nice long naps when she's there, which is a really good indicator, and um. Yeah, it didn't feel like something we had to adjust to. Yeah. In a week where yeah, big things are happening, going back to work, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So if anyone's in a similar situation, I would highly recommend like getting daycare a little bit earlier. Just um, to test it. Because the normally waters. they do they like, let you have like a day or two trial, but I feel like even longer than that is yeah, really worth it. Like mm-hmm it's not the other thing you don't want to be going back to work and transitioning to that and then also transitioning to like your kid yeah like feeling okay and safe where they are
1: exactly and i was saying the other day i wonder what what her sense of time even is yet and like if she knows she's in it for like six hours or whatever it is now instead of the one hour eight hours eight hours and that's
0: like but she's sleeping like five hours while she's there so it's (laughs) only three hours Uh, so it's good yeah Yeah. and also it took a while for her to start napping properly there because at first she didn't like like where the sleeping was because they had a big white noise machine and stuff and it was really dark and like that's not really how she sleeps here um so yeah it took her a while to get used to it and now she is and now like that's reflected in her sleep schedule so it's good good. um (laughs) yeah and what else? I feel like there was some other stuff. Oh, I'm doing like house rentals again now, but yeah. like all real like DIY stuff that I can do. So, I've been doing like the little bathroom upstairs and it had like it had like an orange brick wall and an an orange line of tile mm. around like the rest of the white tile. Um and so I've like painted everything and it's just really a simple yeah, update like, so far and the dark window frames white, but it's made such a big difference and there's like the sky's the limit uh, like there's way more stuff i ordered these like beautiful little um plant wall like wicker baskets or, uh, yeah. that i'm gonna put up and have like trailing plants coming down the side like towards the bathtub um i've already got a piece lily in there um yeah it's just like it's looking really amazing and feeling very to me like my idea of spa like I as it's gonna as be a could. little oasis for yeah sure. um are you gonna put stuff up on
1: your tenfold studio
0: yes i definitely yes. will when it's done Uh, and then I've also hired like an air tasker to come in and paint the brick wall downstairs. Um, I'm getting an electrician to come in and help me put in like the pendant lights and stuff, uh, which I want our pendant lights, like the hanging lights, like Uh over the dining table. And I want one also in the like stairwell. So yeah, I'm just really excited, like to get back on track and really love the space that I'm in. So do you have any recos for this week? I do. <laughs> um
1: I just took me a while to remember because I was like, oh, what have I actually been watching? But I just binge-watched the other weekend Sweet Tooth, which is you just said it's the number 1 show on Netflix Australia at least. Um but I felt like it was just a really good like futuristic kind of sci-fi thing. So the it's basically like almost feels like COVID at the beginning where there's like some mysterious illness and like heaps of people die and then at the same time all these children are born who are hybrids. I I forget what they called them. Something like half, whatever. So they're like half animal, half human. Um, And then it's basically like, I think people are trying to destroy the hybrids and they're also trying to find the cure for the disease. But it follows this boy who is probably like the first hybrid and like his life. And then he's like, kind of has to go on this adventure to like find his mom and all this stuff. And it's just, I think the characters are really well done and I liked everyone on it. And it was just like, a good story arc i just like was super into it and i think i watched the whole thing in one day wow <laughs> so how many episodes if you're looking are to binge i don't know there's a lot this is when my like ultimate binging talent like, comes yeah, into yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think it, i don't know if it was when i was like sick i took a day off work at one point so maybe it was then i don't even remember that would make um sense. yeah but it, i i really enjoyed it and i feel like if you like any sort of like sci-fi or futuristic stuff you'll probably enjoy it too um yeah what about you
0: i started to watch that as well (laughs) but i haven't finished i just watched the first episode and i do like it um i also downloaded the hey you app or like paid for a subscription which in australia is like this reality tv app because i've run out of things to watch i feel like (laughs) and i started watching the hills like new like comeback season um did you are you watching the current
1: season or the first one of the that. first okay. comeback season yeah. i guess with misha barton yeah
0: is she not in the next one
1: i don't think so i think they kicked her out of the next one oh really yeah. that's
0: so sad because she's really like damaged in the first one oh, she's yeah. been through so much it's oh. really like raw i think so yeah. i watched i started watching it because some of your friends recommended yeah. it and i was like oh i wouldn't have even thought to like go and watch it but yeah I was desperate. <laughs> then I. Um, it's really interesting to watch because if you ever watched like The Hills and stuff back in the day. It's all those people, yeah. obviously. But now Minus they're in Lauren, their 30s. Right? Yeah. Like most of them have had kids. Um, a lot of them are kind of sad or like mm-hmm. it's like after the party's done, you yeah. know, except for Brody Jenner, who's still trying to party well, away. But they
1: probably all had their peak of fame back in the day and I don't think that
0: they were happy during it either which they talk about those things and yeah yeah, I found it. it's like seems quite grounded so far I've only watched I think the first episode well yeah
1: no my friends are saying like because those people are probably in the same kind of stage of life that we are as well and felt kind of realistic or like relatable in some ways Mm.
0: yeah so I actually recommend that so far at least if you just need something
1: I feel like it would be comforting too because that was like such a part of our Early adulthood, almost like it defined a lot of it, so it would be nice,
0: (laughs) yeah. And just to see the insight of like their mental state too Mm. during that period, I think, like with Amisha Barton and stuff, that was really interesting. She confronts Prez Hilton, um, the like famous blogger, celebrity blogger who was really cruel, he was really cruel to a lot of people and harsh. And she confronts him on the show, oh, really, yeah, and like says, you know, you like made so much fun of so many girls and yeah. you like ruined their self-esteem and all of this stuff and like she's gained a lot of weight from when she, she was younger. like famous yeah. in that way but th- when you when she talks about it she was 17 yeah so it's of like course of course she's gonna be different and then he made so much fun of her and like you know would draw yeah, didn't um, he call
1: her like mushy or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah so the fact that. that you even remember yeah. that.
0: Like that's exactly. It. So she said that, like gave her a nervous breakdown almost and she had to move to London and wow. you know all this stuff has happened to her since. So Wait, yeah. and what did he say? He said, "I'm sorry." Yeah. Um, he it didn't it didn't sound sincere. Sincere like in his way. Um, and then he said, "On the I swear on the lives of my children." Um and then she kind of just bypassed that a bit. And then he got so upset and he was like, I just swore to you on the lives of my children. Like, it's, and then she was like, oh, you can't get my way. It's kind of <laughs> hard because I
1: I was just reading stuff about the whole like Chrissy Teigen stuff because th- things have come up about how she kind of did similar, not you know, like worse things where she basically oh my like, God. messaged people she's, and was like, you I should die. Understand. And yeah. like, and now she's like, oh, I'm not that person. I'm sorry. But I feel like you can't really excuse that like even if that was the culture back then in some ways like you have to know on some level like saying awful things about people is bad
0: well i'm gonna hurt them chrissy taken to explain like what
1: was behind yeah
0: what was going on in her head yeah like to ever write anything like that to anyone no i don't know it's just so beyond because i was
1: thinking about that too and i was like oh but then i was like if you tried to go through my history of like facebook or messages like you would never find anything like that i don't think no <laughs> i, hope I no. don't I, think. Think. I don't think i'm no like, definitely no. wouldn't <laughs> more so I, th- I was just like oh what if i wrote my friend a message about someone else but i still would never say anything that you awful say, i think about- you should die no, or no, no. i wouldn't <laughs> I
0: <don't> <laughs> <think>. <laughs> um, uh, okay other celebrity gossip <laughs> um, oh yeah I'm so excited about Benifer. I don't know yes. if you are. Ben
1: Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, course. so they
0: were together. Like, how many years, years ago was it? Really?
1: Yeah, oh I God. think she was like my age, basically.
0: Wow. Okay, so 17 years ago, for anyone who's too young mm. to remember this, um, Jennifer Lopez was like so hot and cool. Not that she was she's like, At the peak now. of her yeah. fame and back then. She was just like the girl. And she started dating Ben Affleck and I don't even think he had that much of a career at the time or he, like, well, he would have
1: already won his Oscar and stuff, but yeah, but like he yeah. wasn't
0: doing that no, much at yeah. that point. Um, and yeah, they were just like the couple and they got engaged and, and they then filmed they made, Jenny from the block. Yeah. Where he like video. kisses her bum <laughs> on a boat or a yacht. <laughs> and it's just a, so it doesn't seem like his scene, but then they filmed that movie. Geely. Yeah. Geely. Geely.
1: Yeah. I think and they filmed it. And then, got together but it didn't come
0: out until oh later. it was just panned like people said it was just awful and i've watched it it's not a good movie but it's not the worst movie i've ever seen i think it just probably
1: got so much attention because of their relationship i think
0: also it was during that prez hilton time people were out to get everyone yeah if you were in the public eye like people are gonna try and tear you down that was just what it was like um we're in a very different kind of culture now yeah so um basically the pressure was too much for them and they ended up breaking off their
1: engagement a lot of people were like oh ben affleck is whipped type thing or like yeah that that was the like
0: and you could tell like i you could tell how much they were into each other she loved him yeah for sure and i think that really broke her heart and i think that was her real guy of all the guys and then i thought alex rodriguez her latest fiance was going to be it but
1: well no because oh she also got back together with mark anthony like right after she broke up with ben affleck and had had the kids because i think it was like she probably was like oh well if it's not gonna work with ben i'll just who will it work? yeah yeah basically (laughs)
0: um (laughs) but yeah now they're back together well and then but then after they broke up he did like shoot back with his career became a director got all these acclaims Mm. like got really serious married jen jennifer garner yeah. had three kids and i feel like got the like recognition and being taken care of being being taken seriously, seriously. that he really mm-hmm. desperately like needed at that time and she also obviously just did amazing things with her career she's always like been in the green or whatever you would call it yeah um and then yeah they, they, there's like reports saying that ben and her mom have always kept in touch yeah like and now, so people weren't sure if they had gone back together. Because, you know, Alex Rodriguez cheated on her, if yeah. anyone has not seen that news. Um, and so... Oh, I love that, like,
1: right after that happened, I think they were still together and trying to work things out. But I don't know if it was, like, v- Vogue or InStyle or one of the magazines did a profile on her. And then they got, like, everyone in her life to, like, le- like, say how amazing she was, basically. And they got Ben Affleck to do it. And he, like, said such nice things about her and was like, oh like she has the best work ethic I've ever seen. Like she just gets better and better looking with age. I don't know what her <laughs> Like so many nice things. And like Alex Rodriguez was not included in it. But like uh, it was one of those like wishful thinkings where we were, everyone was like, oh, maybe somehow like that means something. But you didn't think it actually would. Yeah. And then.
0: Yeah. I just love it so much. And there's this video that was released recently like that they were having dinner at it some place. It was her place. sister's
1: birthday, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: And like some paparazzi was taking a sneaky video of them. And you could just see them kiss. Like, like and caressing just, each other's faces. Yeah, they really honestly just look so like, in love. Yeah. And then like her kids came up and were like looking at his phone and doing all this stuff. And so it's like the kids are like used to him. Yeah. It's, like, and I wonder like they do they know, had they known before? Like, oh, my mom used to date Ben Affleck. Yeah. Like, and it's just a normal thing to have him back. I wonder in their life or I just love it because for me I feel like it's if you have this unrequited love right or you have this love from your past and you know it just wasn't the right time or Mm. you know things got in the way in some way and then now you're older you're wiser you've been through the things you needed to go through separately and maybe it's finally that right time to get together and just like have that love like be it's able to so actually romantic. see it through i think it's just so well, sweet like how romantic. many times have like has i think everyone in their life had
1: some great love where you're like maybe somehow yeah one maybe day, one day we'll get yeah. it, and come like back they're back both around. i think she's like 51 and he's 49 or something so like they're not old old but like usually you're, you'd be by like that time like oh and they look amazing like, oh, Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm so happy. I just like, yeah, I just yeah. love it.
1: It's Such a nice <laughs> love story, and like, you're kind of like, if that
0: can happen. Anything can happen. It's yeah. Like, and nice I, hope I hope they stay together. I hope he doesn't cheat on her, and I hope he doesn't have some kind of like alcohol Gambling. relapse because yeah. he does. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it's nice.
1: It's a nice
0: like makes my heart feel. Warm yeah, sweet. definitely <laughs> gives me like those little like schoolgirl squeals. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay. So let's get into our Bondi love story now. Yes. Um, so
0: I think we should start off with Wait, how- I have a quote oh. that I wanted to read because yes, I just looked it. up Googled describe Bondi Beach to see <laughs> what would come up, right? And this TripAdvisor um like review that someone had left, this guy named Brohuxies <laughs> from Johannesburg, South Africa. This is a review from two thousand fifteen. It is titled, Young, Cosmopolitan, and Vibrant. Just a few words to describe this beach and all it surrounds. So he says, young people everywhere, all doing what makes them happy. Isn't this what Australia is? A young people's oyster filled with happy people enjoying what it is there for them. Naur, I don't know what that is, sea, sunshine, and a port unity together (laughs) mixed eat mix eat and be happy the area around has restaurants fast food coffee shops and ice cream places health foods and a crowd bustling with energy made us feel young and happy to be with them all all three generations of us i think that's really sweet and i feel like that's like when our parents came to visit and they were like everyone's so young it's like i don't see
1: any older people here um but
0: yeah that's like a it is like an an oyster of wonder and beautiful Mm -hmm. young people everywhere and just a a big vibe full of life really big vibe yeah um did you want to say anything else for the intro no i think we should
1: get into a bit of a story time and talk about our first experiences in bondi yeah Yeah. how we came to be there and yeah okay so you start because you were the one who got
0: there first Okay, so I'm not going to talk about the first time that I went to Bondi because that was on a trip in 2012, I think, and yeah. then I went again in 2013, Like, but all of that I think is in our, um, there's no place like Australia episode, which is 10 or 15 episodes back probably mm. from now, uh, so if you want to hear about that, definitely go and give it a listen, but I will talk about the year that was 2014 (laughs) when I came when I'd finished my farm work to get my second year visa and I came back to Australia from Canada like ready to try and get my PR get all of my life started there and I arrived in Sydney in January of that year and I was going to go and stay at this hostel that I'd stayed at previously in King's Cross um which is kind of a sketchy neighborhood but the hostel itself was really nice and like I remember the receptionist was she was like the mother hen kind of and she was like oh I'll book your room your special room that you love like for you and all that kind of stuff um, but instead of going back to that creature comfort I had two friend or three friends that were living in Bondi at the time and one of them was living at this hostel with her boyfriend and she said why are you gonna go stay in the city come and stay in Bondi and Normally, I wouldn't have because I was like, I need to be serious and stay in the city and Mm -hmm. get my city job and start my real life. I can't go and live by the beach. Um, But because I just wasn't quite ready yet. And I was like, I feel like that's definitely like our dad coming out in you and being like, that's frivolous. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I was like, you know what? I am going to go live in this like hostel by the beach for a bit and then just see what things are like. So I did. And. When I went, like, my intention was to find a place in Bondi Junction and then get my job in the city and live my life where I would live on the train line, which Bondi Junction was on the train line, Mm. and then commute into the city. And basically, what I didn't realize was repeat my Toronto life in Sydney. Yeah, it was a very practical Toronto mindset, I think, that you had. Well, I think coming from Toronto, like, because the transport system is such a nightmare... (laughs) um, I just thought, okay, if you're going to like there, I just wanted to always kind of work or live near to where I was working and at least be on be near the train line. So you don't have any extra of a commute. Right. Like. And so in Sydney, I was like, oh, I've got to do the same thing. And like if I lived in Bondi by the beach, like you have to take a bus to get to the train. And like, I don't want to have to take a bus as well, like all of this stuff. Uh, But then once I was living down in Bondi Beach, and this is why it's so important to go like if you can just like get an Airbnb or go stay in a hostel test or do whatever air, it is yeah, and test yeah. out the places that you are interested in before you make any big decisions. Um, cause you actually never know and you don't know like what, um, assumptions you're bringing from your mm-hmm. past life, basically, which is one of the things that I had been doing. So when I started living in Bondi beach, I realized that a, there were so many bus lines that went to the train station like, so it wasn't the same as Toronto where it'd be like, there's one bus and or yeah. one, TG, one um, what's it called? Streetcar. Route, streetcar yeah. Yeah. And, uh, also you could walk there. It was like a 20 to 30 minute walk, which is really nice to do some days. Uh, and the bus itself, like you could always get a seat.
1: Mm-hmm. It was so nice. And they have the best like app that tells you when the bus is coming. Yeah. The app, they had it then too. Yeah. They
0: had it in 2014. So the app would tell you when it was coming and yeah, it was just great. It was like amazing. Um, and then I did not need to go and move to Bondi Junction. I could actually get a place and live by the beach. So that was like the beginning of the rest of my life. And then <laughs> never not being near the beach, basically, since then. That's actually seven years. That's crazy. That's crazy. Now. So anyways, I was in this hostel. I think I stayed there for about two weeks. And the hostel, if you've been to Bondi, there's like the road that curves down. And then um, that. Yeah, like
1: Bondi Road kind of turns into. Campbell Parade. I was gonna call it the Esplanade, but I was like, wait, no, that's Gold
0: Coast. So it turns into Campbell Parade. Um and yeah, so when you're coming down around that curve, like there, it's just like this famous it's like a famous kind of memory, I guess, for anyone mm-hmm. who would have gone to Bondi because like the bus goes down that way. You just like turn around this corner and the, it's
1: on a normal city kind of street that you're like just driving on the bus, like just looks kind of regular.
0: Yeah. And then you turn this corner and it's like the most beautiful, like blue glistening ocean and mm. like white, yellow sand. And it's just. It's just breathtaking. And the
1: way Bondi's shaped, it almost feels like you're in like a snow globe or something because it's a yeah. bay and it just like feels like an actual bubble.
0: Definitely. The hostel I was staying at is called Noah's. I think it's still there now. Yeah. And I, my room was huge and they just, it was like two bunk beds in this giant room. And from the window, and if you like looked out to the <laughs> left, you could see the beach from there because it's oh. part of like that corner where you turn around. Um, and yeah, it just, it inspired me. It definitely, like, made me really excited about what my life could be. Mm. I started looking for apartments to live in. Um, I didn't want to be committed to anything long-term because I didn't know what my job was going to be at or yeah. anything. So, so wait, I,
1: what was your actual turning point when you realized maybe you could live there? Like, did you actually test out the bus route or did you meet people that were yeah, like, I'm I working went, in the I city? Yeah, I, like,
0: walked into Bondi yeah. Junction and I yeah. realized I could do the walk. Like, it just became uh like I just got to know it, right? It yeah. became familiar and when and I tried, yeah, I did I tried the three eight nine, which I hadn't tried that bus route before. Like and I met all these other people who were working doing in the that city. Yeah. yeah. But as much as I like talking about the bus <laughs> routes of Bondi, which is the purpose of this episode, <laughs> um I there's just something so special about Bondi. Mm. And when you're there, especially when you're living there it's like this crazy infectious energy and I don't know anywhere else in the world that's like that and I've been to a lot of places in the world yeah. like uh, yeah so Bondi is just so special like and they describe it as the bubble right the Bondi bubble mm-hmm. and you really feel that like when you're coming along that bus route right <laughs> like towards the beach like it's
1: like you enter this it do- I was just gonna say it feels like you're entering like a magical portal or something and
0: then once you're in there it's just like everything is on like high vibration like mm. but also just like full energy fast um, fun
1: um, well i always say it's kind of never neverland in like that way it's it, it is. is
0: yeah um, if you've ever i always reference this because i <laughs> don't know why but if you've ever seen that movie percy jackson mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at one point they go to kind of like a las vegas casino type, you know, casino yeah. type place and when they're there, they're having so much fun, right? It's like a montage of fun things at a casino. And then they start to realize, like, wait, what time is it? And they discover that they're kind of in this weird, like, time warp where I think time in the casino goes by way slower than time outside. So even though they didn't, they felt like they've only been there for a few hours, they've actually been there for, like, three weeks or something. Um, and that is kind of how I would describe Bondi, too, is mm-hmm. I think a lot of people end up going there and, and just staying forever way <laughs> longer than they ever thought they would and you just get sucked in and you're having so much fun and like it's an adult playground yeah it really is uh and it can be wholesome if you want to be wholesome it can be naughty if you want it to be naughty um you except be,
1: nothing's open past midnight <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> except bondi hotel <laughs> uh and there's just like fitness and one of the things like health and wellness and, and spirituality yeah. and the most beautiful people everywhere. That's and what I was just
1: going to say. Like anyone who comes to Bondi is always like everyone here is so good looking. Like when they walk down the border. It's a hall. very warped <laughs> yeah. thing, but
0: um it's also just fun. I love it. Like it is. I think it's like p- super positive people too. Mm. everyone who's there. I feel like is really there to enjoy life and that's why they've chosen well it's very hard to actually meet someone from bondi yeah right so most people are from somewhere else uh it's a lot of expats Uh, it's also i love it's like this high low place right so you've got like on my street that i used to live on like james packer one of the billionaires of australia had his like big apartment there and then there was me and then there's (laughs) like you know and like my friends and stuff and you could have like backpackers. You could have billionaires. You can have a little bit of everything. Like there's a room for everyone in Bondi, and yeah, it's just it creates this really great mix. There's all these different languages, different foods. Um, it's amazing. There's always a party somewhere in Bondi. <laughs> yeah, or a meditation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, I was talking about like the apart the first like apartment that I went to live in. Um, I was looking for just. This like everyone always kind of like sorry. <laughs> okay um everyone always kind of makes fun of these like of backpackers who go into it's kind of like a rooming house almost and you'll have more than one person in mm-hmm. a room and it's just like cheap rent and you don't have to sign like a proper lease or anything right so you can just leave whenever you want. Um, so it's like a lot of people crammed into a small space, right. And, and Bondi is pretty notorious for that. Yeah. Um, so I was looking for one of those kinds of places. And so my first place was on Lewis street. I was right across from one of my friends that I knew Felicity. Shout out to Felicity. if She's listening. Um, and I lived, I didn't even meet the person that I was going to live with. Like, and it was a boy. So I was going to be in this boy's room. I <laughs> met the guy whose bed I was replacing and he had gone to ESA, Tokyo School of the Arts, oh, and like knew my about. ex, and like all of his stuff. And he was Serbian, so he was like, "You have to take my room." Blah blah blah. And I thought, Oh, you know what? I'll. I don't even care. Like, I'm only going to be here for a short period of mm. time. Like before I figure out some stuff, I literally thought I'd be there for a few weeks, and I'd already been living in hostels and stuff, so it wasn't where you a share bit, rooms yeah. like with guys yeah. too. So I didn't really think it was a big deal. Um, and then. There was like two other roommates in the other, I think it was two bedrooms. so it was two other roommates in the other room, these two girls, but I hadn't met them. So I didn't really meet anyone that I'd be living with before I moved in. Um, but I just needed to get somewhere kind of fast and I wanted to get out of the hostel and have a proper kitchen. Um, so yeah, anyways it, the it was interesting, like it was an interesting living situation. Um, on the very first day, there was this guy on the sofa. And he was just like working on his computer and I came in and I was like, this guy wasn't like introduced to me as someone who's <laughs> living here. And he turned out to be Harry, who is like one, one of, our of our best, best friends. friends. He's, he's like our, our brother. Yeah, he's our, our brother in Australia and he's half Canadian, half British. Um, I've known him the whole time since. And he's just like such a legend. And mm. yeah, like part of our heart. Like <laughs> yeah. and yeah, I met him because he was just like bumming around. I thought he was bumming around on the couch but then he told me that he was actually paying rent too and living in the room with the two girls which I didn't realize <laughs> like and they I think sharing a bed with one of them even though they weren't together like so it's three people in that room two people in the other room like <laughs> mm-hmm. it just gives you an idea of what was going on. Um but yeah also just awesome because now it's like a friend for life, right? Yeah. And so I only stayed there for I think it turned out to be a few months actually because I was looking for a proper apartment to move into and it was really hard like uh, and I got my full time job at a really cool like media radio company that ended up being so much fun to work for for like the next year and a half or something and um, And then I decided I was going to try and find an apartment to live in and get like a lease on my own, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'd gotten a job, so it'd be easier. And then I asked the two girls if I lived with, that I lived with, if they wanted to come and do that too. So then we started searching and I found this place that was like a two bed plus a studio so I recommend to anyone if you're ever looking for like a (laughs) three-bed apartment or even yeah like look for something like that because the studio was great and I ended up living in that studio so I we got that apartment and I ended up living there for like the next five years basically and like different people came and went and then you Tori finally came into that apartment at the end it was like a three-bed apartment and that studio was like a beautiful room and I lived in it the last year to save money on rent um and it was so uh, sunny. It was gorgeous yeah. Yeah, It was a gorgeous room to live in so anyways that's kind of like how i got embedded into bondi and then the two the three friends that i had when i moved there two of them left like within that year i think um and then i was still friends with them like for years after mm. and then the other one felicity who's there now with twins and a, th- and a third baby that she literally yeah. just had like two weeks ago like living in bondi i'm still there um it was just like such an interesting time for me so i think like in high school like so for me high school was never what i thought it was going to be right like i went through a really dark period i felt depressed i had my friends and stuff but it wasn't like a movie where you're going to all these parties and all this crazy stuff was happening like i didn't have a boyfriend i didn't have any of that kind of stuff like Even when I went to university and I thought that life would be kind of, yeah, like a TV show or a movie, Mm -hmm. it still wasn't really. It still just felt dark and cold and like I just (laughs) don't do well in that atmosphere, right? Like I feel like I kind of retreat and um, Bondi was probably my high school and university all rolled into one. Like that social experience that I had always craved and felt like I missed and the stuff that I like the kinds of things you thought were going to happen to you. If you read a lot of books. <laughs> like,
1: well, I think Bondi is also the place where, like, anything can happen yes. in that way. Where it's like, it is like a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie or something. Yeah, where, like, you would go around the corner and see your crush. Or run into, like, everyone. like it's, it's so just, small. Yeah.
0: And actually, Sydney or Australia itself feels yeah. really small. Because you just run into everyone that you've ever met. Um, <laughs> especially if you've been on a date with them. Yes. So, in Bondi, I had two groups of friends like kind of from the get-go so I had like my British group who were more like proper um that's like who you'd like plan weekends away with like to go and do like really fun things where we'd rent like these big kind of mansions with jacuzzis and (laughs) you know and like go and go on hikes right and go surfing and go do all this stuff and then I had my kind of backpackery like friends who were from all over Europe and They were there to, like, go out at night and party, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, like, drink a lot of alcohol. Um, And so I had, it was, like, a real juxtaposition between the two. And then I kind of, like, I felt, like, flitted back and forth. Like, Mm. and they were really polar opposites. Like, but then I got a little bit of both things. Like, I feel like just one or just the other would have not been right. So I needed both of them to balance it out. Um, And, yeah. And then the big thing was, I think, boys. Like, it's just was madness but in a really fun way so yeah. i had like two on and off relationships and like this like british kind of crush that i like you know who he like it was the kind of thing like you'd see in a movie like it was because bonnet was so yeah. small like we'd run into each other at a bar and you know where i'd see him i remember i came i was coming home in the rain once on the bus and he was on the bus but he was supposed to be doing his farm work and <laughs> and then i didn't want him to see me I think because I was really tired and I was like all rained on and so I got off the bus early in the rain but then I think he saw me so he got off the bus too (laughs) and then was like oh hey like I'm back (laughs) and um, yeah and and then what else he was pretty funny he was so sweet and he was kind of sometimes I'd come home from like a night out of things happening and he would just be sitting on my doorstep like, and I, yeah, it was like I was in Dawson's Creek or something. Right. Um, and then yeah, we'd have these epic parties at our like big, like beautiful Bondi apartment in that I was in for five years, um, where everyone would show up. Right. I remember like, I think it was the first one we had when we got a guy roommate, uh, and, Yeah, like almost everyone in Bondi showed up. I don't even know how we fit that many people in there. And so many crazy things happened, you know? Like lots of feelings were revealed or or this and that. And yeah, it was just... I you should have had a reality show over here. Yeah, definitely. It was just really fun. So what was like a typical week in your life at the beginning when you moved to Bondi? So a week of my life in Bondi would be... uh, i'd wake up every morning super early and
1: wait what's super early for you? super early
0: would be whenever before the sun rises yeah. right because i'd want to get down to the beach for the sun to rise so that could be 5 30 that could be six like depending on what time of the year it was maybe yeah. sunrise is five i don't even remember how early it probably was um yeah so i'd wake up uh put on a bikini like take a towel i think that's about it just make sure i have my key sometimes i leave the key in the mailbox like depending and then run just like run down the sidewalk to the beach um when you get to the edge like when you get to that to the bay you just gasp always because it never gets old yeah it's always different too. different colors like different textures with the way the clouds are if there's clouds rolling or whatever it is um uh it's just so beautiful
1: right well and, and that apartment too the windows faced like the beach and the sunrise so when you wake up in the morning and look out and you can see it's like a fire in the sky you're like you oh no get really i'm too excited. late and then you <laughs> yeah. get like panicked you're I'm like i go. need to <laughs> rush yeah
0: um, and that's why you run down the street <laughs> And then the thing is, so it's so early in the morning, but you get to the beach and there's so many people out and they're all exercising and, and laughing and chatting and going, you know, going for runs, going for swims, going for surfs, like doing yoga on the side, doing, um, there's a, the Bondi bar, like the bars, right? Um, like workout bars. It's like workout bars, but they call it like the bar. And um, <laughs> there's all these like muscle men doing crazy calisthenics and other stuff there and It's just great. There's always group workouts like on the Mm -hmm. grass. Um, You just go down and it's just such a buzz, like such a buzz. And you feel like you're in the place you need to be, right? And it's Mm -hmm. 5.30 in the morning. (laughs) And so I'd either like meet up with friends or I'd just go on my own and we'd go for... Maybe we'd walk the boardwalk or something Mm -hmm. or like if we're really feeling it, like run the beach and then jump into the water in the north end, which is the calmer end uh, and just love life right like love everything i actually took surf lessons i think the first year i was there so i did a couple of like early morning surf oh. lessons before work too which is a bit hard to fit in because yeah. so hard to get your wetsuit off oh God. um but yeah so i go do that and then i it's would
1: just the best way to start the day like honestly yeah, no
0: no coffee like no nothing no
1: but it's so good because especially because a lot of people in Bondi do work in the city so it's like you get that hit of nature and calming and doing something for yourself in the day before it's even really begun so you don't feel so much of amazing that, too. yeah it's just like it's such an invigorating and like you just feel like you're alive yeah,
0: yeah. and yeah so I would do that then I would go home and I would get ready for work and then I'd take I'd either walk to Bondi Junction which is really nice and or I take the bus in and I'd start my day and like the bus in is beautiful too like the route's beautiful right like along um you go through like bicentennial park and Mm -hmm. you do right that's the park right yeah Yeah. and then go into the city and like Sydney's such a beautiful city right like and then you get to Hyde Park at like at the end where I was because I was right in the middle uh, of the city and then I'd start my day and like my work was so fun, right? It like that too. I'd never worked anywhere like that. Like that was so young and we had every Friday was um like Friday drinks, right? And they had like a beer and wine room upstairs yeah. and a patio like on on the top floor that overlooked the whole city. And every Friday it was they would just open up the door to like the alcohol room. Yeah get us like pizzas and snacks and stuff and then everyone in the company could go up and have a party
1: i think that's also like
0: kind of standard
1: in sydney at a lot of places because i had that at my company too like it is kind of crazy how common it is how common it is and how like how many work perks you
0: get yeah Yeah. and we used to just have so many events for anything they'd be like oh it's like earth day so everyone wear green and Mm -hmm. we're gonna have like a green lunch or something and it'd be like champagne and something something up on the rooftop or like for Australia Day we had a big barbecue up on the rooftop.
1: Like yeah. just and Melbourne Cup Day, everyone yeah. gets dressed up in like fancy dress and you bet on horses and
0: <laughs> My company also, um, for Mardi Gras, like the gay pride parade, they rented a float and then we got to learn a dance. Oh, like yeah, I and remember that. It was one of those So You Think You Can Dance choreographers came yeah. in, taught us a dance, and then we got to go and be part of the parade. Like just so many fun things. Always something like there was always something going on. Um and I worked, for some reason, we had a design team of, like, 14 people. I've never worked anywhere where you would ever need that many people designing. And they didn't at this company either. But um, they had that. And so everyone was really young. And we were just all had fun. We were all friends. We played, um, what's the trampoline dodgeball? We had, like, a trampoline oh, dodgeball team. Yeah. Like, we did, yeah, it was just really fun. And we'd have parties together. Um, yeah, so I'd do that. Then I would, like, at the end of the day usually rush back home i think and try and go for a swim like after work if Mm. i could or um go and do like a workout i loved like doing pilates or doing f45 or like whatever it was at the time uh and then just relaxing at home and then getting ready to start the day again and then weekends like friday night was always like wine night i guess Mm -hmm. because my roommate worked in wine at the time so we'd like drink wine and then go out dancing and like go and do stuff and I love it. Uh, Alex is notorious for going out dancing. (laughs) Didn't (laughs) the British friends always be like,
1: we're going dancing.
0: I love dancing. (laughs) It's great. Who doesn't love dancing? Um, It's (laughs) just joy, right? It's pure joy. And yeah, so we go dancing, like, and then and I didn't like, I went out in university and stuff, but nothing like this. And I didn't drink. I never had any money. So and I also didn't really like drinking but <laughs> in Sydney that is like I a guess a negative it's like this big part of the culture is, like a, co- the yeah. culture is drinking um, so that's kind of where I learned to drink and started I think I got drunk like properly drunk for the first time I never even done that and I was like 29 turning 30 at that time um so I basically had all of that uni experience mm. at that point um And it was like my first summer, there was a summer of festivals. So we went to these amazing music festivals with Calvin Harris and Avicii. And we'd also go see opera like um, in the Botanical Gardens. And there are just so many things that we got to do that were super, super cool. Uh, Yeah. So it was just a whirlwind, a whirlwind of like fun parties, um, adventure, excitement, boys, Friends, sports. uh, Yeah, I just I was living out my movie life. Saturday, so Friday, Saturday were party nights. Um, Saturday and Sunday day, though, would be like a coastal walk, which is just food for the soul. Um, I would always I was pretty wired at the time, too, which is why I had health problems later (laughs) because (laughs) I just couldn't sleep during that time. Um, but even if we would stay out late and dance and stuff, I'd still be up early in the morning and just like, Oh my God, I got to get down to the beach. Or I've got to get out. I've got to do so something. nice on the weekend. And I think cause we hadn't, I hadn't ever really had that and not yeah. for a long period of time. So you just wanted to really like maximize it. It was definitely kind of weird FOMO, even though I actually live there. So yeah, I would go do these amazing coastal walks, like with friends or just on my own if no one was awake and it was just, yeah, it was just super special. Um, And then on Sunday, if you were hungover or whatever, you just go to the beach, go to the beach, lie down, tan, like go splash in the water, come back, lie down some more, listen to good music, talk with your friends about what happened, like the two nights before, Um, maybe be embarrassed about what happened, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And just be so grateful that this was your life. Like that's what a Sunday is, right? And that you get to lie on one of the most famous beaches in the world, which is just like worth all of its fame right and relax Yeah, it was amazing and then start the week all over again um i
1: remember you always talking about how when you would be super hungover sometimes you do like a food tour of bondi oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> bondi markets on a saturday morning mm. <laughs> i literally yeah just would go through and like eat everything that i could especially the bagel stand because they don't have like proper bagels in australia no. <laughs> but they did a bagel stand
1: I don't think I ever tried one of those bagels. I feel like I'm missing out.
0: I think that's the place that's like they've expanded now to a proper bagel shop in one
1: I need to try that next time I'm there. (laughs) Okay. So I'm trying to think of where I should start with my first time. I think I'll talk about my first time actually coming. Not when I moved there. Um, So that for me was, what year was that? 20. 2014. 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was in the midst of like, it's when I was turning 30. So yeah. you came for my 30th birthday. Yeah, you were turning 30 and I was, I'd finished law school and I was working in my law job. And that was the time when I was trying to see if I could make Toronto work. So I was basically trying to live my best Toronto life, but it was, I think it was November. Octo- oh, I came for your birthday. So it would have been October. It's so when it's starting to get like really cold and dark and depressing in Toronto. <laughs> and then I remember I arrived in Sydney and it was a weekday. So you were working. So I got to the airport, and then I took the train to Bondi Junction, and then I'm pretty sure I got a cab to your apartment, and then Malin was there. So Malin is, like, Alex's Swedish best friend who was, like, living in the apartment as, like, fourth person for a bit, Um, and... she's lovely she's amazing if she's listening um but yeah so she greeted me at the apartment and I I think I remember like I was in the cab but he did that same drive around and then like we came around into Campbell Parade (laughs) and I saw the ocean and was just like oh my god and it wasn't even good weather was it no it wasn't like the best weather um but I just was like whoa (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then yeah I was just like in this new city and like left my stuff in your apartment and then I think I took the Bus or the, or the train back into the city and met you at town square, at your office or like underneath. Or I think maybe after or like maybe you got off early. I don't remember, but I I know that or oh, maybe yeah. I met you for lunch at the Korean place. I don't know. I think maybe I did. I feel like maybe lunch. I, we did yeah. that. I did that with our parents too. Yeah. When they came. Um. But like yeah. So I just got there and it was just kind of this like restaurant. I was like oh I'm in this new place and I need to find Alex. Um. And then yeah, it was just like. I think for me, it was really overwhelming. And I remember we've talked on this in one of our other podcasts, but like, (laughs) sorry, guys. Um, Yeah, I was just in this point in my life where like, I felt really trapped in Toronto and was trying to make it work, but like had Mm -hmm. all this debt from law school and was just like, oh, like, what have I gotten myself into? And like, how do I get out of here? But I didn't think... That I would be able to move anywhere anytime soon because I had
0: like sixty thousand dollars. Do you mean like you felt more like that when you were in Sydney because of what you saw? Or Yeah,
1: so I felt like that just go like before I even went. But then I think I got there and I was like, Whoa, like what is this amazing place? Like and I think I was almost triggered because it was so beautiful, but I was like, Oh, like how could I ever get here? Like what? And like you were so keen to have me there and you were like, Don't you love it? Isn't this amazing? And I think I was just like Ah, Well, yeah, Tori famously. um,
0: I took you on the coastal walk, and then you turned to me. I think it was on the first day or something. We did a mini walk Walk or something, and you turned to me and you said, "Don't even think about like convincing me to come here. I'm not (laughs) moving here." And it was so abrupt. I was like, "Oh, okay." (laughs) And then I just thought, "Oh, it's never gonna happen." But it was actually probably good that you said that because then I. I do remember, like, laying off kind yeah. of about. So I wasn't like, oh, doesn't this look really nice? Or don't you think, like, for the rest of the trip? Cause yeah, it was two I think
1: for me like- it just, like, felt like probably too much pressure because i felt like i wouldn't be able to do it and yeah. it almost felt like this like loss already where i was like oh it's like so amazing but like how would i ever get here because like i have this debt and i like just am becoming a lawyer and all of this stuff so i was definitely just a big bitch to you <laughs> then um no, but i had all this other stuff that like yeah i think i just felt very trapped and stuff but it was so like beautiful here and we had this big party for your birthday.
0: Um, and I remember it was just like, oh wait, the party was cool too, because I didn't know that many people. No. So I literally invited anyone I'd ever met mm. to come. <laughs> I was like, come to my 30th birthday. And, um, so it was like people from my gym course that I'd, I'd done a personal training course. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like people from your work and uh, and Mullen's
1: friends. Her who she like boyfriend and with. his friends yeah, were They all coming, worked on a watermelon like, farm together. Like. Um,
0: some of my roommates like random friends, like just this whole like my British friends, like just random people from all over the world mm. from all different corners of life. Like everyone showed up and it ended up being like a pretty fun party, like random yeah. party. And then yeah. Anyways, it was super
1: fun. Um and then uh, was it the next day that we went to Byron? Yeah. Yeah. So we went to Byron like for continuing your birthday celebrations i guess and then alex's best friend sid like surprise met her sort of yeah we didn't know if she'd get here or not because she's a flight attendant so like she had to take like a bunch of standby flights. so we were like is she gonna get here is she not and then she met us in byron and then we how long were we even in byron a week a week okay yeah and we just like had this amazing vacation in byron which is like now they're they're making a, a netflix show yeah, called like byron, byron Bay Bays. where all the influencers <laughs> are and stuff but <laughs>
0: i think a, a lot really of people um, worldwide know about byron now because that's where chris hems yeah it used
1: to be more of like a hippie demon. Ta- and everyone's like, a hippie beachy town and now it's a lot ritzier i'd say it's like a but hollywood yeah town. but it's really beautiful like there's a reason why there's so many people who go there um so yeah and that was just like gorgeous and yeah, we did like a surfing lesson and then I like we did the coastal walk. We just did like all Oh my god, and you broke your ankle. Or, no, uh, you yeah, I no you, you sprained my ankle, at our surfing lesson and that was like we were supposed to come back to Sydney and do all these <laughs> walks and do, and Alex was like, I can't believe you did
0: that. And, like, I felt like you did it on purpose. Yeah, I know. remember. it But that you was like, like, like oh. <laughs>
1: um but it's we still had an amazing time anyway. <laughs> like
0: uh, Oh, no, but I wonder too if that happened. Like, it's a weird energetic thing. Yeah, so that maybe you know, just because you were feeling so triggered, yeah. And then it was like we couldn't. I remember we. Were, it was like we had a week at home, and I was like, "What are we, we gonna did. do if you can't walk?" I think like, we still did stuff. I'm pretty sure I just walked anyways. Well, we, no, we didn't do the close to walks or anything. No, but we, but we still like. We just went to the beach and went stuff. To the beach and, and we went, went out. out. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, I remember so clearly, like when I was coming back to Toronto, and I. think you took me to like the train station or the bus and then i got to central station in sydney which isn't it's just like a train station it's nothing like nice or anything but i was waiting on the platform and looking up and the sky was just so blue like if you've ever been to australia you know how blue the sky is here like it's not the same in canada when i went back i was like oh i forgot because like even the blue sky there is kind of like a like tempered a gray light blue and in australia it's just this like deep like vibrant like technicolor thing and i just remember like the sun was shining on me and i was like looking at the sky and i was like no i have to get back here like somehow um and then i was like basically just converted and i think i was back in toronto for a month maybe and i booked or i applied for my working holiday visa and then like booked a flight and was like i'm going to australia (laughs) um so yeah that was a quick turnaround um it's a very persuasive place. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I ended up moving there. Not even a year later. I guess I moved there in July. You, yeah, yeah. that's fast. That was really fast. Um, and then actually it was funny because when I moved there, it was winter. So July is like middle of winter here, and I got. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I got to Sydney and Alex had bought me Ugg boots because yeah. it's like way colder inside the apartment than outside in the winter. So you're like huddled in the apartment thinking it's freezing and then you go outside and like take a few steps and you're like, oh, it's actually kind of <laughs> kind of nice out. One of the rules sunny. actually was yeah. always bring a bathing
0: suit and always you. wear shorts and always wear shorts. Yeah, because yeah. you're always you like, oh, know. no,
1: I'm, it's too cold. I won't go in the water. And like as soon as you go on a walk, then you, realize you warm up in fine. the sun. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, when I first moved there, it was actually pretty cold and midwinter and I had just like broken up with my boyfriend in Toronto and I was in a pretty dark place and that's when you had started your health problems as well. So we were both in like these weird places and then I became obsessed with doing yoga every day <laughs> in Bondi and would oh, go yeah, like twice a day time. to yoga time.
0: And that's where I started teaching after, yeah. which is so crazy. So there's this
1: like big history with that. There's magic
0: stuff happens in Bondi, that's It really
1: does. Um, and yeah, and then I got my job. And it was the same as, uh, with you, where I was like, what, what is this company like? Because they had free drinks on Fridays. They had a ping pong table. They had free muffins in the morning. They had a boat that you went on all the time like on the harbor. And I, I worked in the city as well. And I would go for runs at lunchtime in the Botanical Gardens and the Opera House. <laughs> and like, run beside the city, uh, Sydney Opera House every day. And I'd be sitting there thinking, what is my life? How did I end up here? um and yeah just living in bondi it is just the best lifestyle ever like it's so magical and i had i've had especially that first year that i moved there so many people came to visit like one of my friends from high school i hadn't seen in probably 10 years came he was only there for half a morning because he came on his way to melbourne and he did maybe a few hundred meters of the coastal walk with me (laughs) and then we sat on the grass and he was just like i can't believe you live here and then like kept just messaging me about australia forever <laughs> for, like years after that and then two of my like best friends and former flatmates in canada my one from undergrad and then one from law school both came to visit uh, like within a couple years of me moving here and then ended up moving to bondi as well and they both still live in bondi cuz it, like
0: if you take anyone on that coastal walk yeah. just for the like it does something to your it, to your eyes and then to your soul it it does. Does. and you're like just hypnotized like well, it it's so unimaginably
1: spectacular it, like every turn of that walk it gets better and better and you're just like what is-? and there's like one part that looks like italy and another part that looks like like the caribbean yeah. and it's just it's just gorgeous and i think it's one of those things where in canada like that's the type of experience you'd have once a year when you went on vacation to europe or somewhere mm-hmm. and and then when you're living in bondi you can do it every day of your life. Yeah, you can just do it before work. You can do it after work. It's just like such a magical place. Um, So unfathomable. To keep
0: like to give us the vibe of Bondi. We've put like we have a big um monitor that we've put a big photo from like my Facebook collection of like Bondi stuff. And it's the Bondi Bay and a double rainbow. So like the rainbow goes all the way across from one side to the other. And then I I think that was from like 2015 and I -hmm. captioned it only in Bondi, which is so true. (laughs) Only in Bondi would you see a complete rainbow. And there's so many
1: moments like that there. Like we did a boot camp on the beach when uh, i think it was like one of the first years that i was there and so it was was like 6 a.m at the bondi bars and we would (laughs) go and do like all these squats and chin-ups and push-ups and all that stuff and then we had to carry around what was it like like a five kilo weight and run with it like yeah it was like intense um my friend anna actually came and did it when she was visiting once and i think she had to like stop halfway through and was like how do you guys do this and we're <laughs> like "Oh, we're bondi people now so we're just like that um but like half the time and not half the time but a few times during that we'd just be working out and then you're looking at the ocean while you work out and there'd just be dolphins like jumping in the ocean yeah. and then you're just like it's just sometimes whales come and just breach
0: like yeah. and everyone just watches the chill
1: it it relates to the point where I would feel weird or like a bit guilty talking to friends from Canada because they'd be like, Well, what did you do this weekend? And then I'd always say, Oh, I did a coastal walk and I went surfing and I saw a concert. And and there's like an endless (laughs) list of like what you would do in a whole summer in Toronto or something (laughs) because it's just there's so much going on and there's so much life. And it, yeah,
0: it's just, I don't know. If you want to really live life fully, like that's the place to go for sure. It is. It's infectious. It is.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's anything else from my first impressions, but I just, yeah. Even though when I got to Bondi to move there, I was in such a bad place because uh, yeah, I just broken up and I didn't know if I should do law or marketing and I just felt very lost. And it was also
0: the middle of winter.
1: Yeah. And I remember you saying you weren't sure if I would get through it. You were like, Oh, I thought you would go back home, but it was just so amazing. Even in that state that I think i was just like i have to make this work like i can't <laughs> I have I, no yeah choice.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah um yeah i just love it i love bondi <laughs> <laughs> Me too.
0: okay so we've got a few different questions that we can answer together right so one yeah. is like i think we kind of have already yeah. answered this but like what is bondi I think it's that never never land it is
1: it is it's like a land of opportunity a land of positivity in a lot of yeah. ways um Anything can happen. That positivity like, when you is street. just
0: like seeps into you, and like mm. n- no matter how negative a person you are, it just like gets in there, and you, you, yeah, really want to like take charge of your life and live your best life. And such a collection of like real doers. I people think, are really doing it,
1: and yeah, I think because there's so many different people there, and so many expats like. And pe- most people, like you were saying, there's not that many, like, true Bondi locals. So it's, like, a place where a lot of people have chosen to be. Yeah. So they appreciate the lifestyle and they're really, like, open and wanting <laughs> to meet people. And, and like, take advantage yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really beautiful. And I that just reminded me, uh, one of my, like, favorite Bondi memories is just all the Christmases we had there. We yeah. had, like, s- all we would always kind of have orphan Christmases. And, like, our first one was with like a group of british friends and then we had one with all of our italian friends where we all like had this amazing pizza and then we had one with all our french friends where we went (laughs) to like a french dinner so we had all these like expat christmases that were just this amazing like meld of people from around the world when
0: we ended up at that random house like yeah because so our friend chris like came christine (laughs) yeah christine
1: she um came for christmas because she was supposed to go to hawaii with her family but then she lost her passport someone stole her passport yeah. and ended up in india and oh, someone yeah. wrote her on
0: facebook and showed her her passport it was, yeah so Which it was one of really those weird. things
1: where it's like weird fate and then she found like she was walking to our place and found 50 dollars on the street and then she also these and guys bought us, like champagne oh, yeah, for her, yeah and a pavlova and then these guys started talking to her and said they were like having a party that night and invited her and her friends and then we ended up going there after the italian party i think yeah and then it was basically just like five guys at the party left over and then one of them ended up getting naked and like telling us about and just talking <laughs> to everyone yeah. completely
0: nude he was very eccentric <laughs> he was also i think like a real blonde local um <laughs> and then one of us was trying to get a job with him because she yeah. was in law and he was like in law <laughs> and doing the same it was just yeah you're just like where what's happened where am i <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and then, of course, I saw him again, like, later yeah. on the boardwalk another day and stuff. I don't even think he recognized me, but... Um, no, he wouldn't.
1: I think he was smashed. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, So, yeah, Bondi is just super unique. Like, I've, I'd love to know, like, the energy history of Bondi. You know how each place has its own energy, right? So Toronto has a vibe. New York would have a vibe. Yeah. Sydney has a vibe, right? and then bondi itself like has its own vibe um byron is supposed to i i read once i think we've talked about it before on the podcast too um but that byron is like a healing energy Mm. right and so when you go there it's like the people who are attracted there are people who need healing right so you go there and you're supposed to stay there until you get healed and then you're not supposed to stay forever though Mm. and then you're supposed to leave um and that's like the energy of Byron energy of Bondi I would be very curious to know what it is but I also think it's not a place you stay forever I know people who have stayed forever but uh it's definitely not common no it's almost almost too much it is
1: I remember the first time I went back after we moved up here talking to you about it and saying almost I felt like Bondi is like real life tinder and not just in a dating way but in a way where. There's just so much happening and so many choices that you're always like almost have a bit of FOMO or being like, oh, I need to like be in it and living it and doing this. And there's it's like it is almost too much. Sometimes you don't get a break. Yeah. And I remember when we were living there the last maybe year or so, and every time we would go out somewhere else to like for a weekend away or something, I would come back and be a bit like, oh, this is very hectic or i would yeah. feel a bit overwhelmed but i would love it while we were so in it high. yeah like while you're in it you're in it but when you get out you kind of realize you're like oh that is a bit much for me maybe <laughs>
0: i'm like sitting on a volcano yes. <laughs> like a buzzing yeah. like yeah. yeah but it's it's so much fun <laughs> so yeah we kind of described how it feels which mm. was our next question and then what makes it special also that it's like that high low like anyone people from all over um you just never know who you're going to meet, what you're going to learn, what it's going to bring out in you, too. I feel mm. like I became a different person than I thought I was in the best way. Like, yeah, I didn't know that I was such an early morning person or such an exercise person. Yeah. Right. Or any of those things like. Um, I think great. also
1: the fact that it is kind of one of the few places or only places even in the world where I've been where it really feels like the best of both worlds where you can have that beach life and go surfing in the morning before work and then work in the city and have a good paying job and like have that corporate life as well and then you have the bubble and in the bubble there's everything like you can just stay in bondi and go into the city only for weekdays to work yeah. because there's all the restaurants there's bars there's, there's shops there's, there's shops there's gyms there's everything you need is within that couple blocks like it's not actually a big place no. geographically at all
0: <laughs> it it's it packs a punch yes yeah <laughs>
1: there's basically like two three main streets so if it, it has that small feel in a nice way as well
0: so why would you recommend someone move to Bondi?
1: I think the energy there, like we said, is just so unique and so invigorating. Like mm-hmm. I think it's such. a, If you need needed a change and you needed inspiration it's a and perfect, motivation, like, refresh. Yeah, place, yeah. And because there's so many different people and so many expats, like there's there is something for everyone. And there's a lot of just anything can happen that's why like literally anything can happen there and it's really refreshing to just it's a place to like find
0: your feet and like reclaim who you are
1: yeah and it's it's a bit of the i wasn't gonna say a place for misfits but i think because there's so many different people and everyone is doing their own thing like you yeah you i think anyone can feel like they belong there in some ways
0: that's beautiful so what are our favorite top bonday moments we actually, had a lot. So we narrowed them down. These aren't even like I've got three, and Tori's got three. It's not even my top three, but it's just three. So <laughs> yeah, three <laughs> memorable ones. So one of them is my first Australia Day. Uh, it was actually like the most epic long weekend ever. But uh, on the Friday, I was at work, and they made an announcement over the speaker that they had they had made an Australia Day festival at the what is it? The Bowls, the Bondi Bowls Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd had, it was like, I think it was Fisher and all these like Joel Stafford, like all these big DJs and stuff that they'd hired to go there and play. Um, it was free booze, like free, you'd get like hats and an umbrella and everything had like our our radio station like logo on it. Um, free food, free ice cream, free everything. And I think radio listeners had called in to win tickets to this Mini festival um, at this small place, but with top DJs, right? And then what happened is they somehow messed up and didn't actually have enough people coming. But they had a video crew there that needed to film it and make it look like it was this big thing so that they could use it for promos later. So they invited anyone from the office to go and leave work early to go to this party so that it would look good on this. <laughs> camera so I was like oh my god I'm going to this so I got tickets and then I went home I wrote all my friends and I was like we have to go to this thing I corralled them together and <laughs> then we went to this festival we when I got our free booze, when I got all this stuff, and then when just started dancing like on well, grass. the grass.
1: and the Club is that on the ocean too? Isn't it? No, no, no oh, that's Clavelli. Oh,
0: that? uh, okay. No, no, this one's like is where we played tennis. Yeah, I remember now. Um, thing. it's not big, right? Yeah. To have these like big famous DJs and stuff, and it was just amazing. And then I remember um, there's this song um, "You're the Voice," dun dun dun, uh, na, John Farnham, na. right? Yeah um i'd never heard it before and then everyone got into a big circle put their arms around each other and just started singing this song like at the top of their lungs and i remember looking at my one aussie friend and being like what is this how do you know it and she's like it's australia day um oh also australia day has like a really contested yeah. like date and meaning and all that stuff now but so no disrespect to those things about mm. this day but um yeah anyways we had just the most amazing friday and start to the weekend and then i think saturday we went to the domain to watch opera under the stars that was all outdoors and we had for some we got like special tickets to a vip tent that was also like free everything and that i think was through my roommate um and then sunday we had a big barbecue party at Tamarama beach with friends and guitars playing and you know just like and all of that weekend. yeah and then monday because i think monday was a day off too we went to beach road that was the proper australia day i think so we went to beach road we drew like australia day flags on our like face and our legs mm. and stuff and one of my friends like wore a flag and walked around and just like had another party and it was just epic it was crazy uh so yeah that was a great memory I
1: feel like there's so many
0: weekends like that that we yeah had where just Sydney, went yeah, on just... and just amazing great yeah. things happen and you, yeah you felt like you're in a movie <laughs> um my other memory oh no wait well, um, no I'll, yeah I'll do this one okay, okay so my other memory is when I was in Toronto I was like really in like not a great place like at, like right before I left and I was, had been in this relationship forever and I remember just thinking like oh I'm just old now right but I was 27 sometimes. it was before I mm-hmm. had even turned 28 and I thought that's just how you feel when you're 27 right like you don't feel like passionate about things and you know all that kind of stuff I was like I'm just gonna throw myself into my work and like that's gonna be life and then I watched I don't remember what movie it was with Michael Fassbender. and I just was like, who is this? Like, he like, awakened something. Yeah, new. he definitely did. And then I went and watched like every Michael Fassbender movie, which is not easy. Cause he has a lot of really like kind of somber, yeah. like not, not the best movies. Um, some really good movies with some really bad movies. And I just was like obsessed with him. I just thought he was, and he wasn't even my, like what you think was my type, but something about him was just so compelling. Um, and yeah, he did actually just awaken something in me and I felt alive again. I felt like I had like a fire under me, like to do stuff. I don't, It just it seemed so weird. It wasn't just like a sexual fire. It was like, I don't know. It just like made me feel alive again and like having a crush, right? Like when yeah. you're a kid kind of thing. And so anyways, that kind of was the beginning of all of these things that spurred me to like even travel to Australia and then want to move to Australia and do all these things, right? it made me realize that the way i was living in toronto wasn't the only i wasn't like destined to just do that forever right made me feel different and that was really important so fast forward like two years or something like that and i was doing a workout class on the grass on like a sunday morning or something at the beach and we were doing like jumping jacks or something and then so Bondi's got this boardwalk that runs all along the boardwalk or along the beach. Right. Mm. Actually, we haven't talked about this, but the it's shaped like an amphitheater. Yeah. Like the beach is like the stage and then the boardwalk is like where everyone would sit basically. And then you like watch out onto the beach to see like what the show is. And like every day there's a new show, right? Like a new sunrise, a new sunset, like new things happening. And there's also Bondi rescue. Right. So there's an actual show too. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I was on the like grass doing a workout, looking out, and all of a sudden, I just did a double take because I saw Michael Fassbender walking down the boardwalk. And I knew it was him. And then how did you know? Did you? Say, I can't remember if just... I already knew that X-Men or something was filming yeah. or something was filming there. Or if I found that out after because I went home and researched. But it was him. I just knew. I like saw him and I thought I knew it was someone I knew. Yeah. And then I was like, no, that's Michael Fassbender. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, and I've never gone up to celebrity in my life. Like I've seen lots of celebrities. Mm-hmm. I've never gone up to them or done anything. And I was like is this like i need to go and tell him i thought i was gonna tell him like a total creep (laughs) go up to him and just be like you've changed my life Mm -hmm. like i watched all your movies and you compelled me to like come to australia and do all this stuff and i think he was in a relationship with someone at the time or something so it wasn't even trying to hit on him um but i just thought like i have to but he was with some guy like some Mm. some random guy and then um i didn't know if i could just leave my exercise class like i was just i was frantic all of a sudden it was so funny and i like watched where he went and he went to porch and parlor um and i think there was like a lineup outside or something and so the class finally finished and then i like ran up there and i was across the street i feel like kind of called me because i feel like i met you and we like lurked outside of porch and oh, parlor really? together yeah or i probably <laughs> did so but i was lurking outside porch and parlor being like did he go in like i didn't actually see and then i ran into my friend and her friend oh it was actually felicity and then lisa i remember the girl yeah. who went to bali with us like but she didn't know me yet and i was just like hi like i'm just out here looking to see michael Fassbender when i went to that restaurant <laughs> um and then obviously I called you or something and then I love that you actually came Uh (laughs) anyways I don't think we went we didn't go I didn't go in or do anything and I didn't see him and Uh (laughs) I'm crazy but I'm also not that Uh crazy and I really don't like approaching celebrities but that just felt like I kind of had to make some sort of effort because of how everything had transpired (laughs) um but yeah that's also the thing so Bondi feels like a manifestation epicenter so if you think about something or like it will come to you in mm-hmm. some way somehow so you have to also be careful what you wish for i mm-hmm. think too but it definitely has like some kind of vibe it's like magic. that um yeah and then my third thing is the on new year's the first new year's day that you were here right so we yeah, had this I epic new year's eve one. like you know the famous sydney fireworks like i think they're the first one shown all over the world uh the next day I don't even think we were that hungover we went no. for a surf in normally we would go like mid to north Bondi but somehow we like drifted into south which is yeah. near icebergs um pool and cafe and that's like more if you were a more expert surfer you'd go there there's like a big rip and stuff and it's a bit like the waves are a bit harsh um so we got stuck there we didn't know how to get in right we weren't like we're horrible surfers <laughs> <laughs> we Couldn't actually surfing properly um we were out there realizing we drifted out there and all of a sudden the shark alarm goes off and I had never had that like happen to me before especially when I was in the water right so then Tori and I both start freaking out we um I, I think didn't we even know it was a shark alarm did they say something it's, it's so loud a, it's a loud alarm that's just like because like, you just know yeah. if there's an alarm yeah. like that's a shark alarm you just know everyone knows <laughs> that um so we, I think we pushed our boards together and like held onto each other's boards so, and, like, tried to, or yeah. <laughs> and then tried to paddle in together. I'm like really, really slowly. <laughs> like, oh my God, oh my God, is there actually a shark? Not knowing like how to get in any yeah. faster. And so we finally got in, like dragged our boards onto the sand. There was this like lifeguard there with a few people around her and she came up to us and she was like, hey girls, like sorry to bother you like don't worry about it it's not actually there's no shark like it's just a Year's eve day we've got all these tourists who don't know how to swim and we're gonna like clock off work soon and we don't want anyone to die so we're trying to get people out of the water yeah
1: it was basically like i think kind of dangerous conditions and people were being really stupid so they were like okay we need to end this <laughs> yeah but we
0: had been like it was it was really scary yeah. we were in the water i thought there was a shark um but yeah it turned out there was we now- like we well, <laughs> All we can do is keep
1: paddling. Yeah, We're probably gonna get eaten by a shark. But <laughs> then I
0: didn't really believe any shark alarm after that. Yeah, which <laughs> not probably like the purpose yeah. of why they would do that. But yeah, that was the other memory. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, my first memory is when this was probably in the first year I was there too. And I, was it a weekend? Yeah, I think it was a weekend. And I actually think I was like supposed to meet up with some friends, but had been just didn't feel like it and kinda cancelled and was like, Oh, I'm busy or something. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I had plans but canceled them and then we were just in the apartment. I don't know what we were even doing.
0: You weren't living there. I think you're just Oh, I was just hanging out with
1: you. We were like in the kitchen or something, I don't know, having tea, who knows? And then we just like heard some music outside the window and it was do you know which song it was? I don't know. When we were running down i know what's okay well we heard some music and we were like oh it's like the beach boys like that's nice and we're like oh is it like the neighbors or something and then we like i don't know if we like opened the window or went outside and then we're like oh we think it's coming from the beach actually and then i think we must have googled it or something and we realized there was a beach boys (laughs) concert happening at the beach and we could just hear the 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 end of our street yeah from the apartment window and we were like we when to we go. opened
0: up like the door to our balcony it sounded like they were in our kitchen yeah
1: it was epic and then we were like well we have to go down there yeah. so we just started running down to the beach and then what were, th- were they playing
0: california knows oh. god only knows, knows what, what i do without, without you. you oh that's so annoying. i know and, and it was like, like raining like, a little yeah, bit we're just like and we running, running down, down, down the street in the dark
1: and then they do kind of like fence off when they have concerts sometimes, but you could still see through the fence, I think. Yeah, we just stood around yeah. other
0: people were doing it too. We, we just, just stood, stood outside
1: the, the fence and like saw an entire Beach Boys concert on the beach at Bondi. And <laughs> it was like the most epic so unexpected thing. And yeah, it was <laughs> it was just beautiful. Um and it was another one of those only in Bondi moments where you're mm. like, How did that even happen? Like what Oh, it was just yeah. It was so great. Yeah. I loved it. Um, okay. Second memory is City to Surf. So City to Surf is like a famous run that happens in Sydney every year and it goes from the city to the surf. Yeah. <laughs> so you start I think near like Hyde Park in in the C B D, the downtown, and then there's this just this beautiful route that you take that goes it doesn't go on the coast but it goes kind of around the city yeah. and through it's like an Rose it's a really Bay. nice route like alex and I used to walk home from the city after work all the time because it's such a nice walk um so yeah it's a beautiful route that does that it's a 14 kilometer run and it's like such a fun day it usually it's kind of marks the beginning of or the end of winter I feel like because it's usually yeah. in august and um yeah so we signed up for it one year and neither of us are really runners like i think we both kind of run or jog here and there but like neither of us are distance runners at all and we were like oh we're gonna train for it like let's let's do it and then i think we walked the route and not even the full route was once yeah thing. we were just
0: like oh let's just see what it's like well and there's then- this thing called heartbreak hill oh, right yeah. and that's like a two was it 2k yeah it's long. uphill. And so that was the thing. Everyone was like, oh, Heartbreak Hill. So we ran that. We tested that out by running up yeah. that. But that's all we really did. <laughs> we
1: didn't, <laughs> didn't do anything So We didn't finish the rest of the route. No. And then we just didn't train at all. <laughs> it no. just came up really quickly. And we are like, we'll be fine. Yeah. And then
0: Stranger Things came out, like, the day before. <laughs> oh, and we watched an episode together. And then I, like, couldn't sleep that night. But I was like, I won't watch Stranger Things because, like... We weren't living together at the time because I was like, I don't like, I'm going to watch it with Tori. And then... When I woke up in the morning and I said that to you, you were like, oh, I finished it all. (laughs) You would stayed up all night and watched it. And I was like, thanks a lot. I couldn't sleep. I think I was nervous. And for some reason, I ate like a bag, a whole bag of like Medjool dates or something. (laughs) And I felt so sick. And I don't know why I did that the day before the race. I was like car bloating or
1: something. Oh, God. I don't remember. Um, Yeah. So we like took the train into the city and then. It's just fun. It's, like, a fun environment because oh, there's it's so many people. Yeah, and like then along the route they have, like, people performing and, like, doing little concerts and, there's like, people who live along the route will, like, sit outside their place and, like, cheer, cheer you, you on. on yeah. And, like, I think there was a guy who was running and playing a trombone or something. So <laughs> it's, like, a very much an event and a spectacle and
0: it's just, like, super, super fun. And I also thought it was 10k and I'd never run a 10k race and I was really excited to do it. And then, i was like this is really taking a long, long time, time right it's like really longer than i thought 10k was and then found out like midway through the race that it was it's actually 14k, 14K. <laughs> um but the end was
1: actually really fun actually not at the beginning because you go around one bend and i think we thought that was like a later bend but then it was we kept thinking more. we were in north bondi yeah and we weren't, no, we weren't.
0: <laughs> like for like um, another seven kilometers but like
1: the last bit of the race is mainly downhill so it was like just like crazy downhill run actually where i think some people fell like i saw one person like bleeding because they'd like i really tripped. thought i was gonna fall. yeah because you can't you're by then your legs are tired and you're just like yeah. jelly. yeah um but then yeah the finish is right on the beach and we were just like yeah we did it and we like ran i had never the, felt so
0: high i know we
1: were really high at the end because i think it was just all the endorphins it's a
0: the, big drinking day too right mm-hmm. so after that everyone goes to beach, beach road, road hotel and yeah. just gets blind and It's like a really fun celebration. You go in your gym clothes, right? It's not like you don't dress up or anything. Has their Um, medals. But I don't I don't think I drank anything. I couldn't. I was so, so high High. from that race. Like (laughs) remember we jumped in the water. Yeah. We have
1: pictures of us like jumping up in the air on the beach and being like, wearing our medals.
0: Yeah, it was so Um, fun.
1: We were just impressed that we finished it when we hadn't done any training. And we had like pretty decent times, I think. Yeah, we did for not training. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like just one of my it is one of my favorite memories because yeah. it was such an accomplishment and it's just such a good event and like such a good energy I remember I looked up other races after
0: uh-huh. and then I was like maybe I'll start running races <laughs> and I never ran another race I think race we did again. I think we
1: looked into like the Blackmore yeah. stuff or like there's one across the bridge yeah but then we never did it again <laughs> <laughs> one day one day we will um Okay, and my last memory, this is a good one. This was, like, later in, like, I think kind of near when we left, maybe the last year that we were there. And it was one morning, it was a weekday morning, and we had decided to go for a run on the beach, but it was early. I think it was in summer, so it was, like, five or, like, six. I think it was maybe even before six. It was very early. There weren't actually that many people out because I think it was that early. Um, And we ran, I think we were running on the sand and then we are like oh we're tired like let's get some water so we walked up onto the boardwalk and like went to the water fountain which is like near the showers and the bars and everything we we're getting a drink and then we look up and there's these two guys walking towards us and like super buff yeah like super super buff and then alex was like I think that's Hugh Jackman and Zach Efron. And I was like, what?
0: <laughs> I think um, I, I can't remember who I noticed first. Maybe it was Zach Efron. Zach Efron, because he looked he looked weird, right? Because he's he's so short, right? He's Hugh short, Jackman.
1: yeah, but he was so built.
0: And he was so Uber tanned and like kind of he has like the skin of like a seventy <laughs> year old. <tan laughs> like the leathery. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah
1: and and we were but just Hugh like, Jackman looked really hot Hugh ja- I no, remember being like
0: oh after that, that I was like, oh, and then I looked at his Jackman. face and I was like oh my god that's Hugh Jackman because he is like
1: Wolverine I feel like yeah he's hot but yeah so they I think they were filming that greatest showman movie or like promoting it so mm-hmm. that's why they were there together um and they were just walking towards us like in their swimmers and then proceeded to like walk by us to the showers oh so but
0: they were walking towards us and we were like should we Talk to them. Yeah, should should we, we say, get a picture yeah. or something? I don't know if we, we had like, like freaking out trying to like, be like what should ah. we do? But then again, because we don't like approaching yeah. people or we're too nervous about it, we we just like hesitated and then they were all of a sudden showering like we were in the outdoor shower, them <laughs> <laughs> like two meters away
1: from them. And then we're like, now this is really awkward because we can't approach them while they're showering, being like, like, oh, hey. <laughs> um, yeah, I think with the celebrity thing, I'm always like, I don't know what I would actually say to most of them because like if I'm not actually a huge fan, what am I going to be like? Oh, I love your movies. Like, I yeah, know. It's just, just, just like so awkward. ingenuine. Um, yeah. But they, yeah, I remember being like, holy shit, Hugh Jackman. Like, yeah, he is jacked. And then Zac Efron was, yeah, just kind of small, even though he's really fit. He he's really sh- like, he's shorter than he's, me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then so we just awkwardly like sat a few meters away <laughs> from them, staring at them. And I remember there, there were these guys on their roof, like, a block back or like on the main street and they were singing like a song like I don't know if it was like you're just too good
0: to be true or something they were they were right
1: they were like singing this song and then we were just like staring at Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron showering at like 6 a.m. with these other guys on a roof like serenading someone and we were like only in Bondi only in Bondi um, but I did regret actually not talking to them after because Hugh Jackmans supposed to be so nice and like yeah. so friendly that I think he would have just been nice because he's I don't know if he has a place in Bondi or somewhere but he goes to like the f45 sometimes and like I feel like everything I've seen online about him like very yeah, nice um but yeah it was just like we didn't just see one celebrity we saw like two yeah well actually Zach
0: lives in Byron now too yeah
1: he's come and like moved to Australia permanently um so yeah that if you are in bondi you never know there's heaps of celebrities that have lived there all go there yeah and it's so small that you will see them (laughs) okay so yeah those are some of our best memories of bondi
0: um and so what about our recommendations
1: oh we've got so many like we've just got a few different
0: categories so for food what would you recommend
1: um definitely el indio so el indio is this tiny little colombian place that's one of the newer ones it's been there for a while now but um it started off like super small yeah and they just um have done it's like these like two
0: surfer guys who like did it kind of part-time and then they just kept building up building up building up and and now it's like this beautiful restaurant yeah
1: and it's one of those places that has like a small menu in a good way where there's just like a few different bowls that they do or and and arepas um and And plantains and plantains oh so good and it's like big portions um, and they have all those like Colombian sodas and stuff like that it's just like really really well done really quality food and oh I love it except it's always open at weird hours that's the only thing <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah that's definitely one of mine okay and
0: what about you I feel like you can't really go wrong in most places that you would eat there mm. like there's nothing I wouldn't tell people not to go do I feel like um, but one thing that everyone can agree on, no matter what, is Bangkok Bites. Yeah, it's this Thai restaurant that's super bustling. Like it's where like things are all sizzling, and there's like it's very big, loud and big smoke, yeah. fire things like exploding in a good way <laughs> on purpose. And the service is super fast. The dishes are amazing. Like our dad, um, anytime we go to Bangkok Bites, if we like send him a photo, he's always like, "Oh, Bangkok <laughs> Bites! It's like his favorite place. Um, they make amazing seafood dishes." Um. Uh, the yeah, soft it's shell just, crab papaya oh, salad—it's so good. Yes, and coconut rice. Oh. Yeah,
1: and they do ten dollar lunches, which is so good.
0: Yeah, so Bangkok bites. Um, for ice cream, you can't go past Messina. I think like it's just unbelievable it's they make everything like from
1: their own farms and fresh and we'll put yeah. like they'll have like an apple pie ice cream and put chunks of apple pie in the like ice actual cream. fresh
0: yeah. hot apple pie that they bake themselves that morning um it's yeah. magical and what else places? oh macellaria is good yeah it's, um, that's really they yummy. do like
1: it's kind of like a butcher burger place so they have like really good meat dishes um and oh, I was gonna so say many. Nalinis
0: too, but then they've they've, they've closed. closed kind yeah. of their Cha Cha's ice cream, which is like a vegan ice cream. And I'm not even into vegan food mm. per se, but it's amazing and it's it's family run. Yeah. And oh, for acai bowls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so many places.
1: Um I was like what's it called? So Gusto has one that's kind of the more like sweet one that's good for when you're hungover and yeah. then good granola and then Calipres. Calipres is beside, yeah, and they have Oh, like a lot of different options for the bowls as well. Yeah, they're delicious. But yeah, those are my go-to for a size. (laughs) What else? Are there any other food places? I think those are the main ones. Okay. What about dating? Oh, I feel like we have the same dating
0: suggestion, which is just go and sit on the hill. Like, go get some food, sit on the hill, Mm -hmm. eat your food, have a nice date. Like, it's just the perfect date. It is. It's the perfect way to suss someone out, too. It doesn't
1: have to be too long, but you can also continue on the date and like go to a bar go anywhere yeah and you like can
0: you're basically watching the ocean like the amphitheater effect right uh so you don't have to always look at each other which i think is really good on a first date like um it's just it's nice it's romantic if you want to be romantic and it's also a Quick way to be like, oh, I've got to go. Like I've got this other thing. Yeah, you You can always do
1: the coastal walk too. Actually, one of my most epic romantic Bondi dates was like a third date with this guy that I was seeing, and we did the coastal walk at night from like Bondi to Bronte, and it was one of the nights that was super clear, so all the stars were out. It was gorgeous, and then we ended in Bronte and went for a swim in the pool in Bronte, like under the stars. And there was this. I think there were these young kids that were by the pool somehow we're playing all this like 90s slow jam music <laughs> it was just like yeah it was a very epic date um i loved it <laughs> Um, and also bar hopping in Bondi is fun, too. There's a lot of little bars there. So I've definitely done that yeah, where I started at bar like 34. Bar 34, Bondi Rumba,
0: Neighborhood. There's a lot of. Bar 34 has amazing live music. Mm. When you, and so like you kind of go down into this basement. It's kind of like,
1: like, a, like a basement. You'd have a dirty uni bar that's like really dark and small. And but it's, <laughs> tiny. it's yeah, tiny. It's tiny. Um,
0: and they just got amazing live music. And mm. they do kind of all these mashups of great songs. And it's super fun and romantic if you want it to be. It's the best. Um. Yeah. Any other dating recommendations Yeah, Bondi Rumba is great. Yeah. It's like margaritas and yeah. There's just it's just fun. It just is. like do a little pub crawl or bar tour of Bondi,
1: and you will always run into everyone you've dated. <laughs> yeah, I
0: can't be shy about stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Um. Okay. What else? Oh, the fun. What fun activities did we do there? There's so icebergs. Icebergs.
0: Like that's something i can't believe i didn't do that until sooner yeah like two years in or something because i thought like i didn't think i was allowed in there um so icebergs is the, that famous pool that yeah, it's see iconic. you see type in bondi beach um, probably
1: the most famous ocean pool in the world
0: i think it's the most famous pool in the yeah. world period yeah. but <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous and uh it's only, I think, six or seven dollars to get into icebergs. Mm. And then you can go swimming in this pool. You can go in the sauna that overlooks the ocean. You can go to the cafe. Like, the the whole thing is your oyster, right? Yeah. And it's just an amazing it's day beautiful. and such a great experience. And swimming in that pool, it's like a saltwater pool. Um, it just feels so good. And like, when you look, like, you're, if you like, time it so that whatever stroke you're on, you're like facing the ocean rather than the like building yeah um it's just amazing like because the ocean will come and splash up if it's high tide over Mm -hmm. and into the pool and there's
1: like seaweed analogy on the bottom of the pool too yeah or
0: like and if you go at sunrise like you'll see the sun coming up like as you go and it's just yeah it's other food for the soul Mm -hmm. it's great um coastal walk is another amazing activity like a lot of these activities are just um, like free free or almost free yeah um, yeah going for a walk on the boardwalk sitting on the grass like watching the moon come up mm-hmm. sunset in north bondi grass is a big thing and yeah, like now i think like they have like drum always circles always playing music or, yeah, playing something. music
1: um i love the north bondi golf course also like uh, if you just go walk on there there's another huge like cliff view and it's just beautiful and super epic Um, yeah when all my friends
0: got married there
1: yeah it's like it makes you feel like you're in Ireland or Scotland almost I think because it's Mm -hmm. just like the cliff faces and this like epic epic view um yeah what else I feel like oh the shopping's cute like they have um on Hall Street and Gold Street and Bondi there's a lot of little like boutique stores it's always nice to like jump in and out and just check out all the fashion um I feel like there's way more. There's so many walks actually, like near Bondi. So I yeah. love doing um the walk like if you walk up to Rose Bay, then you can do this walk that's called Hermitage Foreshore. So it kind of goes along the city views and it's like nice. Um and or Bondi to Watson's Bay. Bay. So there's and uh, there's just so many. Yeah. Um I love yeah, I do love it so much that I love doing there is free. Like <laughs> um, yeah, and if you ever go to Bondi, I, I definitely just go up, get up for sunrise and go to the beach because that's the best time. Sunrise and sunset for sure. It's when yeah. all the people come out.
0: <laughs> and then nightlife, we already talked about that with dating. Yeah, yeah. Fine. yeah. Um, so everything
1: does close early there, generally. So most things close by 12, which is nice Australia because that's why in people general get general is
0: like a, it's early to rise, early to bed. Yeah, it's a beach. That's the culture. It's a beach
1: country. <laughs> One last thing I wanted to mention was the Beast. So that's like the local Bondi, Bondi, (laughs) Bondi, Bronte. I don't know, like somewhere in the eastern suburbs. um, Magazine. It's like this little um, book that they would send out. I think once a month, and it was just done by locals and given out for free. But it was such a nice little like community thing. And like I don't read magazines. Yeah, I don't read magazines or anything anymore. But every time that got dropped off at our apartment, I was like, yes. A the new edition of here. the beast, and, and sometimes
0: our friends would be in it. i put them yeah. like if they were, I cut out the beast like, and put on the fridge.
1: I think they'd always like feature logos asking like a question or an opinion on something, and they'd always have like letters into the editor. And just it was just like good fun when and I went well back done.
0: now I saw like one on the did ground. you, Chaddy's <laughs> apartment? Yeah, but it was like in the rain, so I couldn't yeah. pick it
1: up. No, but I was like, Where I don't But it's feel still like going strong, so common. yeah, that's. I just like loved it. It was such a good um symbol for me of the community there yeah. and and how invested people are in it. So it was really nice. Um yeah, is there anything else? I think that is a pretty I think good we covered summary. a lot of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if anyone's actually like interested in moving to Bondi, just yeah, send us any messages if you have any questions.
1: Definitely. And we have um an article on the website too. I think that was our Yeah, it's pretty popular to Bondi as well. Um, but yeah, we're always happy to answer. So just like message us on Instagram or anywhere. And we love giving that advice. Yes. <laughs> I think actually some people get overwhelmed because they'll like message me about it and I'll be like, I then i know, like yeah. send them this like giant <laughs> list of everything they should do. But yeah, we just love it. And it will always be
0: our first Aussie home. The bubble.
1: Yeah. So we yeah, I recommend anyone go visit there because there's something magical about it. And it's, it's just the, the best. best of
0: both worlds yeah i love it <laughs> okay
1: okay i think this episode is probably long enough so yeah <laughs> we don't need to do a
0: woo-woo part yeah. it's almost 11 p.m yes. and we need to go to
1: bed right past our bedtimes um but it's been nice sharing with you guys as usual
0: yeah and it's good to be back yeah
1: make sure that you are following us on instagram so mm-hmm. it's tnfld underscore <laughs> Um and on Facebook it's just at Tenfold. Yeah, I think. At TNFLD. Tenfold. And yeah, like us on Spotify. Leave a review on Apple.
0: (laughs) Thanks guys. We love love you. you.